Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I'm joined by special guest, Nick Kosolniak. That's, that's the first time I said it right. Yeah. <laughs> he is the director of photography for Spearhead. He also has his own production studio, NK Productions. Yeah, NK Video Productions. Yes, sir. I'm loving the 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 pieces on the table. Oh, giving yeah. a little oomph. Oh, I, I I'm a complete gear nut. <laughs> I uh, I formerly went to high school with Nick, and um, you graduated 06. Yeah, 06. Graduated 06. I graduated 07. He went off to go to college. He ended up with our uh, visual editor Stephen Van Plew. Yep. And um, somehow we've made our paths cross. It's it's a small world. Small world. But I'm happy to have him here with me today, and we'll get to know him a little bit, another side of Nick, mm-hmm. the man behind the cameras. Yeah. And, um, yeah, thank you for, uh, for being a part of this, being a part of the journey. But without further ado, how you doing, Nick? You know, just another day being a dad. <laughs> Another day being a dad. We got the we got the monitor set up. Oh yeah, you can't see it. It's right down there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh man. Um you've been doing amazing work since we did the rebrand. Um, you know, the the framing, the way we look, just uh the feel of the, the platform and where it's gone. Um you're with me at a, every uh yeah. visual interview, so it's that for that. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like prefer being that guy that's behind the camera and not in front of it. But uh, you know, once in a while I got to step out there. And <laughs> there you go. You looking spiffy in that uh, spearhead <laughs> polo. You ready for the photo shoot? Oh yeah. Oh uh, word. I have to get my trim on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shout out to Amaya Marie Productions. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm happy to have you on. I'm happy to finally be doing this interview with uh with you. And yeah. this whole month is uh, uh introducing our team. Yeah. All the people that make uh Spearhead uh work. Takes um, a village. Most people do- don't see it. Most people don't see it. I I try I always try to yeah. keep you do it, a but, good job, but yeah. But yeah, um it's not only me, people. It's not only this face. Um it's definitely the team I got. It's just the best looking one. <laughs> <laughs> you right, you right. <laughs> All right, well, let's jump in. Uh, Nick, where were you born? Uh, born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, lived first two years of my life on the south side by the airport, then moved to South Milwaukee and uh, spent the rest of my uh, childhood there. Oh, how was your childhood? It was good. It was it was good and standard suburban yeah <laughs> uh went to uh luther where my mom was a teacher ended up actually having her as my teacher i think that was requested i don't know if i would have uh, seriously chosen that yeah she was my first grade teacher wow hey yeah. mom do you have my lunch <laughs> pbj preferably you couldn't get away with anything it wasn't fun <laughs> no it was <laughs> oh man what type of interests were you into growing up Growing up, I mean, I was 
we went up north every year with my family. We always loved, loved spending time outside. Um, I mean, even from a young age, I was one of those people that if there's something had buttons, I pushed every single one until I figured out how it worked. There you go. <laughs> which probably leads right to where I am right now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely started young, breaking things and misprogramming things so that they didn't work and <laughs> getting in trouble that way. <laughs> What's your earliest memory? And that's a deep one. I, I I don't know. Like I have, I've like glimpses of like when we grew up on the south side. We grew up in a duplex, um, just north of uh, Mitchell. And uh, I've got like it was a rental house of ours for a long time. My grandparents had purchased it, so like I remember it even as older. But I have like glimpses of like short little snippets of my memory of like growing up playing in the backyard and mm-hmm. mowing that, and I mean just spending time. I grew up two blocks from Grant Park in South Milwaukee, so spending a ton of time down there and just enjoying it. Fishing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Football, golf. I mean, I I lived there my whole life, and I still have yet to go to that golf course. Really? Yeah, never. It's it's pretty good. I never golfed in my life. I I mean, I went to a driving lane up at the Rock Mm -hmm. when they'd let you outside of... Outside the back yeah. of the rock, but um, other than that, I mean, good old golf. <laughs> I always see my Caucasian friends all spiffy with their polos. With their polos, <laughs> spearhead golf team, golf team. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, how was high school? Because you were in production in high school. Yeah, high school was high school was I think like everyone else is a time of change and finding yourself and. Mm-hmm. Figuring out what you like. Um, that's high school is probably where I first kind of dove into like photography, taking photography classes there, spending time in the dark room, learning like from film before b- kids before digital, there was film. You had to develop in a pitch black room. Like it yeah. wasn't just a memory card. <laughs> Instant <laughs> gratification. There was none. You know, now doing this, you know, this whole platform, I've mm. always wondered like, is that even still exists like black rooms to develop there there's people that still have like that ni- there's still that niche of people that love film photography mm-hmm. it's a little bit it's not it's it doesn't give the exact same look as digital i mean you can tell a digital image from a yeah. film image usually night and day and sometimes it's not i mean you don't want that super crisp yeah for photography you want that little artsy maybe a little bit film look for sure. Yeah. Um, during high school, you worked alongside uh, Kyle Olsen. Yeah, I knew Kyle. I knew Kyle from way back before that. <laughs> I mean, you guys went to E.W. Luther. Yeah, we did. I remember Kyle saying he went to E.W. Luther. Yeah. Uh, so how how was it back then? I mean, were you guys close growing up or were you? <sighs> I'm trying. When we were in, we were in elementary school or like middle school, I think we were there was a period of time where we were really close and did a ton of stuff together. Yeah. And I mean, like, time goes. I mean, some people f- fall away and come back and fall away and come back. So it was, mm-hmm. we always stayed connected just due to our love of video and film together. But yeah. yeah. Was, so photography was a gateway for videography. Yeah. Um, how did you, because um, I mean, you've been doing all the photography for the the, yeah. the visual interviews and, I've seen the just the progression and the growth w- from the type of shots you're taking, and boy, 
we're, fire. We're getting there. We're not, we get we're, in not, there. we're not done yet, but we're getting there. But we get in there. Um, how did you make that transition? What what sparked your interest to actually pursue um, videography? That the change kind of happened when I was in college. Um, actually, at I went to UW Whitewater before I went to MATC. So kind of added two years at UW Whitewater, just kind of exploring, trying to figure out what I did, what I'm to do with the rest of my life, and uh, spent some time on the newspaper as their photographer. Yeah, And then through knowing some of those people, it connects with like the news station there and kind of started talking with some people that did the video production there and then uh, took a couple video classes there and then looked for something better because the program was okay, but I wanted something a little more in depth and a little more challenging. And yeah, that's when I discovered MATC's program and that was, that was it. <laughs> go into depth with uh, your background. Um, you just did a, a, yeah. a summarize, but go, go into depth, like getting in, getting into college when you first got there. What was it? Oh man. <laughs> college like everyone else is just scary. I think, I think for, I, it's either, I think it's either one or two people when you go into college, you're either ready to escape the nest and ready to just like be away from everybody and like do your own thing. Or it's just like a big step out and try and uh, you just get thrown into this crazy world where you're just living in dorms and yeah. dealing with people and have to do everything on your own. And um, my first year at Whitewater, I uh, actually somehow lucked out and didn't end up with a roommate. Like I had a roommate. Because yeah. everyone had to have roommates, mm -hmm. but my roommate lived so close that he never stayed in our room. So I ended up for the first semester of school, basically being alone in a dorm room. <laughs> Dang. And then uh, after that, then ended up getting another roommate. And I mean, I think it was everyone's kind of traditional college experience. I was in band there. So uh, mm -hmm. played drums. So part of a lot of football games, got to go to the state championship when they went one my second year. Okay. So that was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that's where I got connected with people at the newspaper and tried to really dove into doing photography for that, capturing like sporting events, doing like biopic what pieces. What was the name of the newspaper? Do you remember? I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's so long ago. <laughs> dude said this was a part of my life. I no longer want to think. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's chapters of books you need to close in order to move on. For sure. <laughs> But yeah, that's where I uh, learned, got into their video studio and then um, learned about MATC's program, which was, um, I don't know if many people don't know this, but the MATC's college's video program is paired up with uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee Public Television, Milwaukee's PBS stations, oh, wow. TV station. So you're essentially going to school in a working TV station every single day. That's so far. And then by the time you graduate... I think I don't think they've changed it, but it, you have at least two pieces that you have produced, shot, and edited that are aired on that have aired on TV before you even graduate high or graduate college. That's is just, that's called motivation. Oh man. yeah, you get you get to see like oh I saw this piece all the way from the start all the way to broadcast and there's mm -hmm. I mean hopefully hundreds thousands of people saw it. Yeah, maybe not. Some of it wasn't good. But <laughs> <laughs> what were the type of barriers you went through during that time? Because I mean. Um, doing photography and videography mm -hmm. um you're part of a newspaper you're part of this program that's a lot to absorb yeah it's uh i mean like 
going through school thing in general was like that. Those two years for me was just kind of all like figuring myself out again. There was a lot else going through on. I mean, at the time I had broken up with a girlfriend when I had transitioned schools. So like it was, there was a lot to like, yeah, just personally going through and then just kind of getting, going through, I mean, back to living at home from living in the dorms, mm-hmm. there's all that change and just like all the challenges of trying to come up with ideas. And we had, uh, the first year school was a little bit more lax where you're, you're kind of learning a lot. I mean, learning the basics. I mean, they spent literally a day. I'm, I don't know if Steven mentioned this, but they, they <laughs> spent a day, literally an entire school day, like eight to four, eight to three thirty. All you learn is wrapping cables, how the correct way to wrap cables is. So you get it ingrained in your head that you never wrap a cable incorrectly again. Wow. <laughs> it does it have to do with twists. Yeah. Because you got to get the cables laid so that you're not wrecking them. Like most people do the arm. Pay attention, people. Do the arm. That just wrecks them. (laughs) Got to do the nice over-under. Are you guys hearing this? (laughs) Don't wreck your parents' cables or yours. Uh, Learn how to do it. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, so going through through school, Mm -hmm. um, how, how many years was that program? It's it's a two year program. Um, I ended up with some extra crick, or with some uh, extra classes I needed to take just because of the transfer. So yeah. it was like two and a half for me. Oh. But um, yeah, the second year they have you doing you do a production a week. You produce, edit, shoot a piece every single week. Oh wow! So there's they're really just. I mean, it's just building up the chops of how to do it, how to knock mm. stuff out, how to do it smoothly, how to not make mistakes, how to learn how all the equipment works. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, after that it was find some work, <laughs> which, which luckily for me, I, I was really lucky that I had, uh, two part-time jobs that right after school that just kind of fell into my lap, which was. And awesome. they had to do with videography. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And what were those? So, uh, first job, out of school was actually I think it started while I was in school. I got hired on to uh, one of the local news stations' uh, helicopter crews. Okay. So running camera on one of the news choppers for like traffic what and like news incidents. Station? Twelve. Yeah. Channel twelve. You heard this here, <laughs> man. You heard this here. He's up in the helicopter, man. F- man, forget that dog. <laughs> it was it, it was a blast. Though so I, I will the say, window open. You had to. We didn't have air. You would think. A helicopter, it's got a big fan above you. There's lots of airflow in there. None. You have the windows open all the time. <laughs> and then you'd put a camera? Oh, no. It, it, was, it was like video games. It was just like a joystick and sit on my lap with some monitors. So. Oh, okay. So you, you were able to control like a handheld. Yeah, there was, there was a, there's a big massive gimbal camera that's mounted underneath the, cam, uh, underneath the chopper. And then it was... Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just like a joystick and a whole control panel. You just sit on your lap while you're in the back seat, and uh, that has to be a type of rush. <laughs> it, it it was fun. There there were though, like the day to day traffic stuff. Like that was fun. Everything else was it. It was eye opening because you really got to see into news, and they don't send choppers out for like, hey, here's a bunch of kids having a party in the park. You're like. I mean, the one that, the one that sticks out of my head the most was I went up for a uh, car versus train, yeah, accident. So like 
somebody in a car oh, across sure. a railroad track. And yeah, that was just, you have like producers yelling in your ear about shots they want to get. And like, that's, I mean, it's an emotional experience. I mean, somebody mm-hmm. lost their life there. Like that's, yeah, it's, it's, you don't, you don't go up for fun stuff in a chopper and <laughs> it's, 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 it's a high stress environment, but, uh, luckily at the same time through, uh, actually through a, there was a video competition at MATC that I had entered a piece in. And through that, I got connected up with a manager of video production over at, uh, the company that does work for, uh, Rockwell automation. Mm -hmm. So he loved the piece I did and, uh, talked with him and started there shortly after too, part-time just helped him out shooting, editing and, uh, spent, uh, Nearly 10 years there. <laughs> wow. Man, well, you, you got quite the experience. Um, how do you approach your creative process with video shoots you shoot? Everyone's a little different just because of depending on the goal of the piece. I mean, like for Spearhead, it's all about connections and conversation and learning about somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really want to be able to capture everyone as good as you possibly can to put them in their best light, to put their best foot forward, to try and capture the emotion that they have while they're answering the questions. Yeah. Um, I mean, other pieces are more fun. I've got a regular client that uh, likes to have fun once in a while up in West Bend. <laughs> up in West Bend uh, and we've done some, uh, it's a safe moving company uh, in the nick of time moving. And uh, wow. they do, we, we've done some pretty fun stuff during uh, COVID. I mean, ev- everything was slow. So everyone's trying to figure out how to do something fun. So we uh, sat down and brainstormed this whole piece on uh, uh, all the guys, how they're keeping in shape during COVID with everyone not doing it. So they, we set up a gym using safes as weights. Mm-hmm. So you've got these guys like deadlifting safes and like, I mean, six, 600, oh, no. 700 pound safes, like yeah. b- big boys, not little ones. <laughs> <laughs> so like something like that, you just, you kind of try and look for the fun, but I, I'm always trying to look for that like unique, different perspective that most people don't think of or don't see right away rather than just the, the same. I mean, there's a lot of the standard, same old video production. There's a lot of people doing the copy cut and paste and sort of thing and yeah it's, i really like doing something that's a little bit different or even if it's just a tiny bit so it's yeah. you're like that's not the same thing it's whatever what do you feel like you specialize in uh pieces that you in- spark the most interest out of you to take on a- any piece that has like a good has a good story or a good message mm-hmm. i think is what what really kind of attracts me somebody i mean connecting to somebody that gives back i mean that's i mean that's what attracted me to this is like when i when steven first talked to me about this opportunity and then you and i chatted a little bit i mean i love the message about like we're here to give back to everyone else we're not here we're not here for all the glory i mean we'll take a tiny bit of it but (laughs) (laughs) we're here to we're here to elevate all these other people doing amazing things in the city and in southeastern wisconsin so you know and and that has been like the most inspiring thing like for me mm. is because when this idea sparked up of, of the platform um you know it was to put others in the spotlight but then 
I, what I mean by saying you guys have inspired me because you've you understand the message and then you work alongside me. Hmm. And for me that that it speaks volumes. Yeah. You know, to you say that to anyone, you know, most of these we live in a day and a time where money talks. Yeah. You know, and I try, you know, very well I try hard to oh. compensate. <laughs> but um, you know, working alongside you guys and and really making this operation become what it's becoming it's yeah it's inspiring you you definitely you know i respect everything you do every time you step in sometimes you're a little bit stubborn but we cool <laughs> you, you know you know sometimes you gotta you gotta the uh diamonds are not formed with no pressure if there's yeah. not pressure there's no there's no sparkle at the end so sometimes you gotta you gotta go in and uh just figure out how uh it, it's a process we, it's, a, it's we, a process and we, i mean and we're still learning yeah. each other you know what i mean so it's it, it's it's cool you know um i'm i'm still proud with every piece that we do with every interview we do um you know that just seeing what it looks like after because we have them right on the memory oh, yeah. cards and then i have to i go home put them on the hard drives but being able to see the look yeah doesn't have the color yet but it has the look yeah and um you have your own production company. Yeah, and, I do. NK Productions. Yeah, NK Video Productions. So started um, that. Yeah. Oh, man, when did I start that? I think it was like three years ago, four years ago now. So started freelancing a little bit more and uh, needed needed some uh, safety net. So opened up the LLC and. Uh, so that's what inspired it? Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of it. Started getting a little more freelance work. Um, a chunk of it was uh, when I started working at uh, then Fox Sports, now it's Bally Sports, um, doing a lot of their shoots. For some shoots, they would rent gear. Mm -hmm. But in order to rent gear, you needed yeah. to, you needed the coverage. You, they needed to pay, you need the they, they, they needed you need, to pay a yep. business, not a person. Mm -hmm. So that's what kind of like started it and then going on from there. It was just like. I did that with construction. Yeah. At, uh, Xavier Mercado adaptations. Ooh. Yeah. That, that's what I was going to do commercial siding until one day I got a scare. I fell off a lift. Ooh. And oh, um, had I not been harnessed, your boy probably wouldn't be. Walking to be honest with you, um, we shouldn't have been up on the, the lift, but it's very windy, yeah. and um, yeah, man, that 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 did it for me, mm. solidified. And then <laughs> adaptations, goodbye, <laughs> yeah. I, I, heights like that, uh, I, I prefer my feet per firmly planted on the ground these days <laughs> for sure. So, um, how has the uh, success of, of your uh, production company come along? It's how has it come? It's it's been slow and steady. Um, it's been one of those things where I, at this point in my life, I I, I keep it more. I don't want to say hobby, but like a post side career thing. Um, at some point, I'd love to revisit it and push a little harder and really get it really get it going and start doing some productions because uh, mm -hmm. I think I'm to the point in my life where I've figured that. Uh, I like working my, for myself more than I like working for somebody else. For sure, yeah. it's it's just one of you. 
So just to have that more control over your own destiny rather than relying on other people to control it for you or mm -hmm. just like giving that to someone else's hands. Like I'd rather push myself. So, I mean, I'd love to, to build it up a little bit more, do some more pieces. Um, uh, lately I've been really kind of pondering and considering pushing to do a little more. I mean, I'm up in uh, Grafton, a smaller community and like near some other smaller communities and there's tons of really awesome small businesses that don't really, that don't get the correct promotion for themselves. Like that really could be doing so much more with Are you hinting just the, right, just the right guidance. Are we bringing spearhead to <laughs> Grafton, huh, Nick? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. You moving up here? I don't know. <laughs> There's a house for sale back there. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Well, you, like I said, it, Talented as you are, you you you've worked for uh, Bally. You just mentioned it, yeah, for Bally Sports. Yeah, how's that experience? It's been a, uh, it's been a. Uh, everyone thinks okay, you're gonna work at sports. You're gonna be all oh, all you get to do is hang out with players and just like oogle over them. And like it's the more time you spend near and around. I mean, Bally Milwaukee is just Bucks Brewers more time you spend around players i mean you learn to just be humble around them a because they're just people they yeah. they, they don't like people being in their being face. in their face and like fangirling out over them they they're just people yeah. they just they're just normal people who want to have normal conversations like like you and i like everyone mm -hmm. else so it's but it's been really cool i mean meeting i mean <laughs> the list goes on and on and on. Well, and on you, of, you of list players, them. Of players Go ahead, list them. Um, I mean, Brewers have been there a couple of years now. I mean, I've done interviews with, I mean, obviously Council. Um, we've done stuff with like Yelich, I mean, Hater when he was there. I mean, I, one, one of my one of my like earliest memories of baseball season was I was on the field early one day because media passes, you go wherever you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we were getting set up for pregame interviews, and I remember it was like Woodruff and Hader were there when Hader was still us. I yep. Miss him, miss him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, they were they were walking off the field and they had just finished uh, doing uh, archery practice for deer hunting season. <laughs> wow. In the we don't outfield. shoot, but we shoot. <laughs> So like it was kind of fun. I happened to like time near walking with them and we talked about it a little bit about going hunting and stuff. And like it's it's I mean they're just people. I mean yeah. same thing even with uh, I mean one of the things we do every year for uh, Bucks is, uh, is we have a media day preseason every year. We sit down with you know, we've got two rooms, so you really end, only end up with like half the players, but go through the whole roster and interview everybody. And um, the last year I remember doing that was was in twenty nineteen pre-covid and it was i mean that was when both of the uh when brooke and his brother were both there yeah and i remember there <laughs> we had both of them and they were just ribbing at each other the whole time and then just yeah, like Robin talking and brooke. Robin and brooke. Robin brooke. but yeah i mean just just all of them I mean, it's milwaukee you, you'll get a few rotten eggs but from ever a lot of people in milwaukee as a general census i think we've got pretty humble city about us how was how was Giannis Giannis was cool I mean he's he's just like he's like everything else just like everybody else he's yeah. just a dude doing his job <laughs> for sure
Man, that's that's dope, man. Not, yeah. not, man, not a lot of people get to say this, Nick. <laughs> I love that you're being humble, but damn, dude. <laughs> Yelich, Giannis, Hater, uh, Woodruff, uh, psst. You just naming these casually. <laughs> Look at you. You in you your cool moment, huh? Well, you know. <laughs> so what uh, particular uh, projects are you proud of? Not something that's currently out in the world. It is slow, slowly, slowly in production. But um, it's, I mean, more of a personal piece, but I'm working on doing uh, planning and shooting, just essentially creating a family documentary of family history oh wow um i mean in this the last year when we had uh or two years ago when we had sydney it just kind of like really hit me like i i want to get this done for her yeah in order to have like these memories i mean at this point i mean like my grandparents i mean it's likely all likelihood she's not going to remember them like i'd love to be able to have something where her it feels like she's sitting down and chatting with them and then just like um, Michelle's mom and just to have that memory that you can always kind of hang on to and it's something I've also considered in in a way um, monetizing and like doing this for other people like making it an option yeah. like I think it would be an, I mean I think it's one thing people miss out on is like the moments the story I mean just the storytelling is like really lost just like Sitting down and listening to Grandpa tell you about in 1950, he had, yeah. to, he had to push his truck uphill in the snow, <laughs> go pick up Grandma <laughs> for his date, like that stuff. Like it's, I feel like we don't have those stories anymore, mostly because cell phones. Everyone just hey, I swiped right on you on Tinder, yeah. and now we're together. <laughs> well, you have a beautiful family. I'm, I'm looking yeah. at the oh, yeah. picture over your shoulder, Mary, and then we got Sydney and the date. Is that sunflowers? Oh, or the sunflowers. And yeah. the sunflowers. Tell us more about your family. So I am married for coming up in five years now to Michelle. Awesome. It's been, uh, it's been, not everything in marriage is easy. Not everything is as glossy as it is on uh, Instagram, but it's, it's, it's been great. She's been the, the perfect person to yeah. balance out me and support me in all of my craziness and <laughs> yeah, ideas and endeavors. And then, uh, yeah, two years ago. Uh, Sydney was born and uh, just really came in through a wrench in our lives and <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out this fatherhood thing. But yeah, uh, yeah it's been, uh, she's been, um, she, she's been absolutely great. Just like pushing us to do, I mean, pushing ourselves like out of our comfort zone, pushing us to do new things. Um, as part of that, I mean, shortly after she was born, it came full-time stay-at-home dad. So that was, uh, I mean, that was a massive change to life. And that's, that's I'm, not something like most people do. Man, yeah. Well, look at you living the dream. No, man, you know, um, some days, some days, uh, how, yeah. How is that? You know, you stay at home, you're with Sydney, you're yeah. around the clock, you're able to make this work. Yeah. Um, it's pretty impressive because I know for sure me having a three-year-old that is a wild child mm -hmm. shout out to my son arlo um it's a lot of work yeah how, how is it like how's the daily routine with with sid it's uh we're slowly progressing and learning trying to figure things out i've got a semi-routine down a week but there's always something that gets thrown in the wrench but uh 
It's, I mean, it's all the, I, I never, I mean, I'm sure I would assume most people would think this similar thing is, oh, you just stay at home. You just get to hang out and play all day and then just like snap during nap time. I'm like, no, mm -hmm. life, life's not that, e <laughs> life's not that easy. You got like, I mean, daily routine for me. I mean, I'm up at five when Michelle gets up to get ready for work before she work, work out and get to work. I'm up at, with her trying to get anything I can done around the house before yeah. Sydney wakes up because anybody that's home with a two-year-old, close to two-year-old, knows you ain't getting anything done <laughs> as Nothing. soon as they're awake. <laughs> no. Whatever no. they want to do is what you're doing. Yeah. So it's, uh, but it's it's been it's been fun. It's been challenging. It's been, I mean, it's been a learning experience. I've gotten, uh, thankfully, I've gotten connected and support through uh, actually a friend of ours, also or prior to me, but also fell into being a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. And uh, so he's he's been able Look to... Look at y'all. <laughs> this is this club of stay-at-home dads. There, there, is a, uh, there is a national stay-at-home dad network, which is I've wow. gotten connected to, which is bigger than you might not think, but probably not as big as it could be. <laughs> but uh, there's also... Um, there's two... There's, there are only two dad groups in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah. So like a group of dads that just like help support each other, like help give ideas of like what to do. There's a whole thread on one of the Facebook pages of like girl dads, like how to do hair. Yeah. Like, thankfully I don't have that problem quite yet, but it'll come around at some point. <laughs> it'll come. Um, Let's go on to Michelle. Yeah. You know, what does Michelle do? Michelle is currently a uh, pharmacy buyer for Freighter uh, Hospital System. Okay. She is a sweetheart. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember when we finally talked about yeah. you coming on and um, our very first interview, the message yeah. she left and um, you, your family does yeah. now. And I really appreciated those words. And mm -hmm. every time I've come over here, um, you know, where I brought my twins and Arlo. Yeah. You know, you see what chaos is, <laughs> but she's always been uh, very welcoming, opening, mm -hmm. and very inclusive. Yeah, with the the kids, and I just um, sweetheart. So, yeah. oh yeah, she's she's got a massive heart, and will always do something for someone else before she does it for herself. Hey, which... let's do this for Michelle. <laughs> there you go. That's for you, Michelle. <laughs> So, um, she is actually the one that was encouraging you to, to join. Yeah. Yeah. To, uh, to join, get going on this. And I mean, for me in considering doing this, um, I mean, it's an opportunity, I mean, as a stay at home dad, helping out spearhead and being a part mm -hmm. of the interviews and that is an opportunity for me to just get out of the house and talk with adults. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that's most people take an adult conversation for granted, but when you just spend all day with a one and a half year old, one year old, and yeah. you're essentially talking to yourself for eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> we're, get, we're getting better on words, but uh, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. It's just to be able to have those conversations and connection and just be able to promote the mission is, mm -hmm. has just been great. And oh, then, yeah. I mean, to keep my, uh, 
it's it's pushed me to keep my chops up, keep my uh, production chops up, and yeah, uh, keep the uh, the consistency and the yeah. you know what I mean, like just staying fresh. Because yeah. I can only imagine when you know before this yeah. came along, it's like you're full time. Yeah, when do you get the time? I'm pretty sure you can make time, but yeah, um, you know, actually applying in a different type of setting. Mm-hmm. Is this the first time you've ever done anything like this? podcast wise yeah yeah is anything i've done that i mean i've done um when i was at uh when i was at working for rockwell our uh grew to one of my main responsibilities was uh broadcasting meetings globally so i mean not quite the same but i mean publishing content similar format but just meetings but yeah i mean that was essentially conversations presentations broadcasted globally so when you're collaborating um how is how how do you work to bring that vision to life uh where you keep the input of the the client Mm -hmm. and you also putting your your creative expertise Mm -hmm. in that to for it to balance yeah it's (laughs) it is not something that is done easily (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh and a lot of the times one of the things i've learned through i mean over a decade now in the production world it's it's a lot of times clients just want to be heard mm-hmm. and it may not be a big change to you or it may seem like a big change for them but is a minuscule change for you but on that hand, being said, it might also be the opposite way. They might think, oh, well, it's just this tiny little thing, but they don't see, oh, well, if I do A, I have to do B and then C and then D and then yeah. Z. I mean, just in us setting this up, I mean, how many times do we have to move these mics around to keep the boom arms out of the shots? Oh, definitely, man. <laughs> I mean, it was it's like a, five minutes of moving. <laughs> you know, even with this, you know, I'm practicing at home, um, you know, framing, mm-hmm. Um I'm getting into the mix of things. Yeah. You know, you, you're a busy man. So, oh, you yeah. know, there's going to be moments where I got to spread my wings without you. You got it. Uh, but for the most part, um, it's this world I'm in. I love it. Yeah. I, I just, I can see why you, you love doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, every time we do, every time we do an interview, dude, it's, mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah. And it really brings something out of you and and hearing these different stories and and just it's a type of bond we make when we're working together. You know, we're still learning of each other, of our mannerisms and and who we are as as people will work our type of work ethic. But um, it's it's been a privilege to work alongside you, man. Um, Well, I appreciate it. Same. It's been. It's been it's been a challenge. It's been a learning experience, but that's yeah. I mean that's to be expected when you're learning and working with somebody new. And that's how, I mean, everyone kind of learns and grows. I mean, you gotta you gotta kind of have those moments where maybe we butt heads once in a while, but you know that's yeah. that's how you get how you get what we need to get done, and that's how you get the product yeah. that comes out of this. Is like you gotta okay, this is this is the way we want to do this. This is the way we gotta do this. Okay, we gotta do this, and yeah, like it's it's that push and pull that how to get something that, that's how you get the quality and the product that comes out of spearhead. Yeah. I mean, it's a team approach. It's every single person that does there's, there's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a big tower. I think it is special, you know, with the, 
the group chat we got, yeah. you know, oh, we're yeah. obviously <laughs> adding into that. And it's, it's, you know, just being able to share ideas mm-hmm. and being able to um, overcome barriers within the process yeah. of, of shooting these interviews. Because yeah. it's a lot of scheduling. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, for me, it's yeah. getting this all together is like, that's one part of it, but it is so crucial mm-hmm. to to the, the point of just, man, if I, I, you know, people might see me in front of this board doing this, but mm-hmm. I, you come be me for a day. Yeah. You come be you write out these interviews, you 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 take on the, the scheduling. Yeah. It's a different world. Um oh, yeah. but you've um your professionalism, um it's I mean, it, you basically came in when we did the rebrand. Yep. It was the rebrand um since GeekSat. Yeah. And now it's this consistency. Yeah. And um I I I appreciate you on so many levels. Um you honestly have become family and yeah. and I I really want you to understand like this is your moment mm-hmm. this right now like you to do something as selfless as as you've done I I appreciate it with all my heart oh man I appreciate you I mean it's it's I mean like I said before I mean this is I have noticed since doing this uh, of an attitude shift, just a mindset mm-hmm. shift of like, just having those moments of time away. Like, mm-hmm. don't have to worry about what's going on in the house because I know things are taken care of. Yeah. And then can just dive into what I need to do for this to just, I mean, like, just talk with adults, hear other people's stories. Yeah. Um, I, Remiss to say, play with some play with some cool gear. And like like I mentioned at the start, I'm definitely yeah. a complete uh, uh, gearhead. I mean, gear. I, w- I guess I enjoy cars, but like yeah. te- gearhead as far as like technology, cameras. Well, you got the 3D printer. Oh yeah, 3D printer upstairs. That's been that's been one of my newer, newest you, babies. You made my card holder. That's a tub, and then oh yeah, <laughs> currently making uh, the the bar for the one of the the oh, arms. Yeah. Replacing that, yeah. Um, these flowers. Then flower, yeah. The, <laughs> the oh, from Odo. <laughs> They're flower yeah. holders, people. Uh, that strawberry, you see, strawberries. And look, <laughs> that's a that's a plant holder, and that is some roses he made. I'm that just was saying. that was Valentine's Day. Valentine's. I was Day? like, I don't know, I could get buy roses that die and just come print roses that live forever. <laughs> like my love for you, Michelle. <laughs> the love for you, Michelle. <laughs> um, so, where do you see yourself in the next five? I mean, right now, five years. I'm hoping that uh, we'll see if we had, we'll see if we have another uh, a little uh, little one in us. We'll see. Michelle, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it's up for discussion currently. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, um, I mean, that being said, I mean at that point, I'd like to still build on top of um, I mean, video production stuff. Keep expanding. Mm-hmm. Um, at least stay up on my skills. Um, but I mean, my, my main focus for the next until I get Sydney or if in the second kid, if we get another kid in school, uh, we'll be, uh, I'm just focusing on, focusing on raising our children. I mean, that's, it's, 
I mean, I, you're a father. I mean, you know what childcare can cost to send, oh, send your kid away. Definitely, it's it's not a it's not a, a cheap expense. So, like being able to not only be really involved in raising your own kids, yeah, and also just I mean, saving that money. But then you get just to be able to watch them grow. I mean, from day to day. I mean, just watching them learn, learn new things, and say new words, and figure things out. Oh, I mean, for it's sure. Just, that's just such a blessing, but I mean, still, uh, outside of being a dad, I mean, still trying to keep, uh, some sort of hustle alive, trying to get some, uh, keep myself moving and motivated, uh, I mean, support the family. I mean, I think every guy out there is that deep down in them wants to be there to support their family. And I think that's one big, one of the yeah. biggest things, like being a stay at home dad and just relying on Michelle for a lot of it is like, that's. I don't want to say that's a piece of your manhood you feel like you're missing, but it, <laughs> it, it kind of, it kind kind of is like whether it's that's healthy or not. I mean, yeah, it's uh, but it's been uh, it's still trying to do that. Still trying to. Uh, I mean, we've mentioned the 3D printing stuff. I've been trying to spend some time in the evenings trying to teach myself like 3D CAD design, trying to learn how to design my own products. Um, got the one, but I mean, to do something like that where I can uh, essentially have like a side, even if I go back to work, eventually have that side hustle that I can, yeah, always have that side income for either whatever to keep keep spending money on camera toys that uh, may or, <laughs> may or, may or may not be really necessary. But uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, this is this is the most important question I usually ask. Yeah, what advice would you give to aspiring? Um, students of videography and production. I'd just say get out there, shoot as much as you can, might look awful, make mistakes, break things, push every button you can find. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're, you're not going to learn unless you, I mean, the biggest lessons I've learned throughout my career I mean, have been learning through mistakes. And I think that's where, a lot of people see mistakes always as a negative thing, but I mean, they're, they're not there to be able to make the mistake and learn from it is the best way for you to know, okay, I'm never doing that again. Cause I never want to feel that way again. I never want to do that again. I want to be able to, uh, I want, I want to be able to just learn and grow. And I mean, just getting out there and get involved in productions. I mean, anywhere you can, I mean, sometimes you'll be lucky enough to be able to get paid. Sometimes you may not. I mean, sometimes you just might have to sit in on some people. And I mean, Milwaukee is a fairly small uh, production community. Yeah. And just like connecting up with people. And I mean, most, most people are cool enough that I've talked to like, Hey, do you have any shoots going on that you've got going on? That I could just take along and, watch kind of just come along in shadow and just see how some of these people that are at the top of their craft in Milwaukee doing like massive things like see what they're doing and learn from them because that's that's the best way I mean you're not going to learn in your house I mean YouTube you're only going to learn so much and yeah it's just to have those actual connections with people is is just so big I mean so many opportunities can come from just talking with people the more people you know then you're on their list they you're in their site call you hey i need i really need somebody for this production 
I, you helped me with this and you were really mm-hmm. good. And can you come help me with this? What would you say for our youth? The same. Yeah, the same, it would be right. It lines. would be right, right along the same lines. I mean, is it's. I mean, from when I started, I mean, it doesn't. It's. It doesn't seem like ten years ago, <laughs> over ten years ago. But it's so much more easily and accessible now to even to get quality video. I mean, everyone's carrying around four K cameras in their pockets now. Yeah, like me included. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a 12 Pro Max. They're already at 14 Pro Max. So yeah, you know, you know how iPhone is. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that's it's it's not always about the gear. Mm-hmm. Gear gears can help. I t- I gear, tell people that yeah. yeah, gear can help. But if you don't know what you're doing, it's it's useless. Like you could have you can have a professional light something and do something amazing on an iPhone, and then. Somebody that doesn't know what they're doing, give them a three thousand, six thousand, ten thousand dollar camera. They're not going to know what to do with it. Like it's it's not yeah. going to come out. Like it's all about like use use the tools you have and build from there. I mean, if all you've got is your iPhone, rig that up and uh, build from there. I mean, just just go outside, shoot interviews, make short little videos with your friends. Yeah, go go pretend you're a news anchor. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, um, I appreciate the work you do on Spearhead. I appreciate you as the person you are. Um, getting to know you has been a privilege. And honestly, I look forward to, to pushing this platform with you. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a lot of work. And um, you've been there and you've, you've done the work along with me. So, um, I appreciate that, um, you know, how you were complimenting Michelle. I want to compliment my wife um, in pursuing this platform and turning mm-hmm. it into a business. Yeah. As, as I had to leave my job mm-hmm. in order to fully focus. Yeah. Shout out to you. Um, and we are Team Spearhead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holla at your boy. <laughs> but uh, thank you for coming on, man. Um, yeah. And and with that being said, spearhead out. Bye.